Cool fiber. Uh, all right, podcast. Dude, yeah, I can't say that. Choo-choo-choo, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, so let's move seamlessly now. And I'm Turt Reynolds? Uh, <laughs> Dirty though. Uh, <laughs> settle down, Don. <laughs> we need to give a parental advisory for this? Clicking furiously on my mouse. Eat the paella. Question's hot. All right, everybody. Let's get swifty. That was cool. That was fun, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Oh... Welcome to another critically acclaimed episode of Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show that would never, ever retcon the end of our previous episode just because our showrunner left in order to, you know, better fit the narrative of our current showrunner's skill sets, maybe a little better, and just avoid the whole voodoo curse, pretending we're in some sort of carnival episode. Anyway, we'll get to that later, but I'm your host, Ben Helms, and with me as always, the man who taught me how to rip the skin map off a sleeping pirate is my big brother and co-host, Jason Helms. How's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Um, I didn't yeah. realize that Dan Harmon was uh, directing this, but um, cool. Wow. Cool. I mean, I'm, wow. Glad he's, wow. I'm glad he's back, glad he sorted things out. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's right, Jason. Today we're talking all about the 1997 <laughs> classic LucasArts game, The Curse of Monkey Island. I don't I don't deviate from the script that I've written. You do not. The third game of No the, matter what I give you. Of the Guybrush Pentology. And dude, this freaking game, right? It's so um this this game. It's so much fun. It, it's it's great to get back yeah. to. It is I I'll just come out right off the bat. It is not my favorite Monkey Island. Wow. But a, a middle of the road Monkey Island is better wow. than so much. Middle of the road. Well, a middle of the road Monkey wow. Island, right? Okay. Uh, right, where does it right, rank right. out of five for you? I haven't played four and five yet. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. So is it? Is uh, it the, where does it rank out of three for you? It ranks number one for sure. Really? Okay. It definitely. Okay. Definitely okay. does for sure. And we'll. we'll uh, yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the history, of the making of. There's plenty on this one. Um, it might, might hit some tidbits and random. Uh, you know, just some some bits of knowledge. Uh, it, am there, I there's the only a lot. Who thinks tidbits sounds dirty? Tidbits. Well, we'll touch a couple tidbits. Don't throughout, you touch you know? those tidbits. It's a. <laughs> this is an aural medium that Ooh, we're tidbitting. No. no or no, aural. A u r a l. Hard I don't know to, out. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, then of course we're gonna um, ask our good friend and Monkey Island friend. I, was, did she do two Monkey Islands with us, or just she one so have. far? She I don't have. know. But she joins us when we play these Monkey Island games, and especially Curse of Monkey Island because. Corgan Vaughn and I played that in high school a bunch, so it's it's good to have her back on the podcast. Wait, I'm getting a message from the future. Um, this is from probably some kind of uh, voodoo hut out in the swamp. Oh my gosh, that's, uh, racially insensitive. Yeah. Um, I suspect Corey may be back next month. Oh my gosh, that's weird. Wow. I don't know where I'm getting that from. Jay, come back, come back from the light. But uh, that that's what I'm feeling. Wow. Uh, anyway. Weird. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Do, do those syllables make any sense to you? Not Yo to me because I don't remember All things. Right. But All right, cool. anyway, uh, then we'll play some. What's the beer? What's the song with her? Or what's the drink? What's the song? Because old Ben here has gout, so <laughs> that segment might be changing. Old <laughs> uh, uh, Ben has gout. The the month we do uh, the most piratey game, I get gout. So maybe scurvy next <laughs> time when we play t- uh, Escape or Tales or whatever there it is. Go. Anyway. All right, and then of course we'll talk about what else we've been playing, what we're playing next month. Uh, hint, hint has already been dropped, and then we'll end the podcast, and then it'll stop. Probably roll into your queue, maybe if you have some yeah, sort sure. of queue set up and whatever app you're using. Uh, and who knows what's going to happen after that? You know, uh, then you'll hear more about Adnan Syed. I hope so. I hope so. Man, I spent a lot of hours on HBO talking about him. Ta- why oh. was I talking? 
Huh. Why was I talking while what? watching HBO? You I should have been paying more like attention. A, wait, did you MST3K that? Because that's not like a, I still don't know what that story is about. I don't, I don't think that makes a lot of sense for that. All Hope right, that cool. kid's going to do okay. Anyway, so this is... Let's back it up. This is the LucasArts game I remember best. Going into okay. month three, four years ago, this was the one I remembered. I played not only in 97 when it came out, uh, when I was 12, uh, and you were 16, we played it a bunch, uh, but also played it again. I kind of rediscovered it five or six years later in high school and then rediscovered again in college. So this is the game that a lot of the jokes that I was like, where is this? When we played secret of monkey Island and uh, LeChuck's revenge, the first two, I was like, where is that? Maybe I remembered it wrong. And they all came flooding back to me in this game. Was that similar to you at all? Yeah. I mean, 1997, I was so busy losing my virginity. Um, wow. No, I wasn't. No, I, I was not at all. That's, uh, that's you knew right where it was. I knew <laughs> I had not lost it. Nope. I could locate it. Yep. It's like right there. Nice and warm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It it definitely held up. But I, I'm trying to remember this. You know, this was not a time of, of Reddit and Twitter and hot takes. Um, but I I remember a distinct feeling of, this is not Monkey Island one and two. Oh really? And, and we didn't know. Um, no, we didn't know. I think team. we knew it didn't say Dan Gilbert at the top. Yeah, we didn't know the story behind it. Uh, I was not following the creators that closely. But there was just a big feeling of, yeah. wow, this is different. Um, All right. And yeah, the graphics fun. were better. Yes. yes. Significantly. The first ones were, I believe, 90 and 90, or 89 and 90. And this was seven years later. So the next generation. They, yeah. The voice acting was better in that it existed. Yes. Significantly better, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, writing, writing, definitely different, though. But I remember even the voice acting being a thing of, of thinking, like, oh, that's Guybrush's voice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Fair. fair. Okay. Let me deal with that. Not that there's anything wrong with the performance. I actually think it's really good. Really good. It's much more of a, you know, hearing a, a book turned into a movie kind of thing. Of I've always heard this voice in my mind. Um, okay. Okay. So that's the way it's going to be acted. I get it. Um, but I, th- I think it's a, yeah, sorry, I, I'm bagging on this game. You really so are. I actually think it's a really good game. You really are. Uh, I really like, but I'm trying to remember what the feeling of it, of it at the time was. Uh, I also remember it being, I think, much more difficult than the first two. Um, really? Sense, uh, yeah. I, oh, interesting. My own sense was that the puzzles were less intuitive. They they made less sense to me retroactively. I was like, oh, really? yeah. That's true. There were a few that were, we talked about that with Corey. Yeah, there's a yeah. couple that aren't, aren't super logical, even in hindsight. But Yeah. Um, Not like a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle. Right. That just makes sense. So yeah. that's good. Great point. Great point. All right. So let's get into uh, the making of history of the game. And that's Ron Gilbert, Gilly Gills. Gilly Gills. Uh, old Gilly. Uh, who's also the, we talked about him a lot. He was, um, had played a big part in a lot of the early LucasArts games, but also did Thimbleweed Park. We played that last year. Uh, and so we've talked a, a lot about Ron Gilbert. If you've listened to this podcast, you probably know a lot about him too. Uh, but he was the lead on the first two Monkey Islands. It was his brainchild. He, it was his original IP. Uh, and he left actually shortly after the, the second one came out uh, in, I believe, 92, 93, uh, to, to set sail on his set own sail. little development mm-hmm. ship. And he founded Humongous Entertainment in 92, and then its sister companies, Cave Dog Entertainment in 95. Uh, so, so, Ben, quick quiz. Since, yeah. uh, Ron, hot shot? Since Gilly. Yeah, yeah. Hot shot. Quick quiz, hot shot. Yes. Um, God, now I just want to watch Speed. I know, All me right. too. So, um, since Gilly started this, why yeah. Pirates? Oh, I know that I used to know the answer to this. Can you tell me it? Because he hated fantasy. Oh, that's right. Just like, just like our dear Corey. Oh, that's right. That's great. Because he hated elves and orcs. That's awesome, man. So with the IP still locked up at LucasArts, 
Uh, they decided to keep the sequel train running as as they do, as as Disney does. So just lock and step. This is way before Disney, though. But uh, they handed over the reins to longtime designers Jonathan Ackley and Larry Ahern, who'd previously cut their teeth on the highly acclaimed Full Throttle, which came out a year or two before. Uh, and that is, by the way, month episode number 17 from July 2017. Cut their teeth always sounds so painful. It does. I don't know why that happened when I started writing, but it did. But yeah, there's there's plenty of UI, and I, I didn't... I didn't realize until I, I read this, did this research, that the UI is almost exact. I like Full Throttle better. Oh, really? Yeah, which is surprising to me because it's not one of my favorite LucasArts games. Sure, uh, sure, sure. And Monkey Island is one of my favorites. And I got to say that uh, my favorite Monkey Island is probably number two, Secret Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I remember uh, playing Full Throttle last year with uh, TJ. Uh, and it yeah. became, uh, you know, a, a really uh, beloved game of ours. Um, so I'm, I'm surprised. Again, I, I don't want to bag on this game. It's a fun game. It's a really engaging game. And it does what the original Monkey Island was meant to do, which is that um, actually having ship combat in the middle of the game. Yeah. Remember, that was planned from the original Monkey Island. and they That's cut right. It. That's right. Jeez. So, yeah, it took them, took them seven, eight years to get that back. But it, I yeah. like that. It was a fun little. It wasn't it was fun. It wasn't nice. a frustrating thing. It was just kind of like a little interface way to kind of like transition or to segue into the the insult pirating which i liked and it's funny you can feel how it would work now because it wouldn't be a distinct section of the game yeah it would be you go back and forth from the adventure thing to as you transition from each section of the puzzle to another section there'd be some ship combat so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah you know a little bit for everyone yeah true true it was nice that you didn't but, have to do it every single time you fought a pirate yeah absolutely yeah uh, but yes, just some some of the credits. Uh, the lead background artist was Bill Tiller, who also worked on Full Throttle, The Dig, Outlaws. We've covered all those games in month. Uh, and the game's music was con- composed by LucasArts legend Michael Land, who eventually, by the way, uh, headed up the entire sound department and hired LucasArts and iMuse veterans Peter, Peter McConnell and Clint Bajakian, who, again, we've talked about both those guys a yep. lot in our month yep. games. But yeah, so this was kind of a- another one of those, like, not start of a whole new thing, but it was kind of like, Something that ties together the early LucasArts to the later LucasArts, I would say. that This game does that a lot with all of the people that put this game together. Yeah, and it was a big enough hit that um, after it came out, uh, there were a lot of rumors about this becoming a movie. Yes. Uh, and in fact, a script was actually written. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's ever seen the light of day, but um, coincidentally, the uh, screenwriter for that script also wrote the script for uh, this movie called Pirates of the Caribbean. What? There are some theories that, that perhaps it's the exact same script. Wow. Because uh, Will Turner... Is exactly, Legolas is basically he Guybrush. He looks like Guybrush Street Play. Yeah, it is and acts exactly. like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, what? He's in love with the governor? No, the governor's daughter. Oh, weird. Yeah, okay. Because right. movies are somehow less progressive than less video games? Jeez. Yeah. Come on, movies. Oh, man. So, yeah, it basically, it, it, the game did gangbusters. And, of course, as LucasArts games did in the 90s, it did better in Germany. Germany basically kept... Monkey Island afloat is what the, the research I read said. Much like David Hasselhoff. It's very very Hasselhoffian effect. Very big exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, then some of the news, I guess, Monkey Island's been in the news, in, in the nerdy uh, adventure gaming news, as it always is, but with, uh, with Gilly himself. The only news I follow. Ron Gilbert uh, on his Grumpy Gamer blog, and we'll link to this uh, his blog and this, this post specifically, I want to say in 2013, right after Disney bought Lucasfilm and LucasArts included, and he wrote an article called If I Made Another Monkey Island Game. It's such a good blog post. Go stop listening to us now. Go read it. We'll link to it for sure. Yeah. And basically one of the points uh, that kind of sums up a lot of it, and specifically his reaction to Curse, would be summed up in point 12. Jason, would you like to take that? It would be called Monkey Island 3A. 
All the games after Monkey Island 2 don't exist in my Monkey Island universe. My apologies to all the talented people who worked on them and the people who loved them, but I'd want to pick up where I left off, free of baggage in a carnival. I mean, that doesn't mean I would steal some good ideas or characters from other games. I'm not above that. Um, it's a really good blog post. Uh, yeah. One of the other things I really love about this blog post is as you read through it, point by point, you just see him creating Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, and this is as he's starting, maybe he already started the development. Or he's, he had the idea of that, I guess, years and years ago. Sure. But this was as he's diving into the development, only four or five years before that was yeah. finally produced. So, Yeah. He, yeah. he even talks about uh, crowdfunding it and exactly the way he would do that. Some of the things are exactly wrong. He talks about how he crowdfunded and that he wouldn't give periodic updates. It's like they had a weekly podcast. That was a time suck, yeah, which but, I loved, yeah. but yeah. It was great, uh, but I mean that's – he definitely didn't do it that way. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So he changed his mind on some things, which is also great. He later clarified his reaction in, the, in that 12 point blog or whatever, uh, because people saw that as criticism towards Ahern and Ackley's Curse of Monkey Island. And so he, he clarified that and said, the only thing I objected to the games that followed was Guybrush and Elaine getting married. She's far too smart for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Which I love. Going back to the video games being more progressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So good Good for old Gilly there to, to clarify that. Uh, but basically, I mean, th- this has gone down as one of the greatest adventure games of all time. And it's it's almost it almost at the time was universally received. Positive reviews across the board. Loads of Adventure Game of the Year wins. Even more nominations. Uh, and yeah, in 98, PC Gamer declared it, it the 33rd best computer game ever released. In 2008, Ron Gilbert praised it, Curse of Monkey Island, as calling it uh, great and remarking that they did an excellent job capturing the humor and feel of the game, which is, is pretty great acclaim from the guy who started the franchise. And then in uh, 2011, Adventure Gamers named Curse of Monkey Island as the 45th best adventure game ever released. And there is, fishing off the, the Ron Gilbert stuff, there's actually a petition on change.org where people can go, and I signed this this week. I'm not sure if I should have. Uh, where people can go and plead their case to Disney and actually sign a petition asking Disney to sell the IP, the Monkey Island IP, back to Ron Gilbert, who is actually, he's tweeted, I believe he tweeted in 2016, Dear Disney, uh, now you're making games again. Uh, please sell me my own Monkey Island and, and Maniac Mansion IP. I'll pay real, actual money for them. Uh, dear listener, I urge you not to sign this petition. <laughs> and my reason for it is that Ron Gilbert said, please don't sign this petition. Uh, because well, you know. the more people who show interest in this, yeah. the less Disney actually wants to sell it. Can I unsign it? Uh, it's yeah, it's it's uh, just kind of ironic. Like I love it. Um, Twenty-two thousand no signatures. Tell tell people that tell Disney. I don't care about Monkey Island. You know what? You should sell it for free. Let's get those. Let's get that petition under twenty thousand. There you let's go. Let's do our part. Take your name off that petition, everybody. Here's the deal. That petition is your new hit list. Oh my gosh. One by wow. one. Wow. I don't know. If people die, I think out. the names are still there. I think, in fact, if they die, they can't take their names off. So that would not work. Take them out, listener. All right, you are so. activated. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> got dark. All right, they, we. I did find a few great articles referring to this game, and a couple. Uh, one specifically that's just a bunch of the secret history of the Curse of Monkey Islands. Talks about a bunch of Easter eggs, a bunch of tie into Star Wars games and Indiana Jones games, and. Uh, Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion, all the, the classic Gilly games. So I will link to that as well. Also to Grumpy Gamer. And yeah, now to our, our interview with Corey. This is an interview with our special guest. We're going to ask him about the gameplay and handle the rest. Yeah. Uh, 
okay, so uh, Ben and I covered development, and now we have a special guest with us, Corrigan Vaughn. Corey! Oh, it's so nice to be back with you guys. Welcome back. This is so like your happy to have you here. fourth time, if you include a side quest or two. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Has it, the third oh or fourth. Goodness. Yeah, That's man. delightful. It's always, it's always a pleasure. Certainly yeah. our most popular <laughs> guest. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Definitely. I would say Kristen Latterell has listened to 100% of the Corey episodes. That, no doubt. Probably 0% of all the other ones. So uh, very popular well, with the Latterell I was going to say, Kristen was on one of them, but that would still count under the having listened to. You know, I went back and I listened to just in preparation because I wanted to remember how all of this went and everything. I listened to the first one of these that I did Mm, and it was helpful. By the way, I love that your homework was listening to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's not not a different one to see. How do they do it with other people? No, 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 absolutely not. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I uphold the same standards that uh, I expect of myself yes. at all the time. No less, Very no scientific. more. I don't want to know the bar for other people. No, 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 no. actually, what I was I was actually going to say was that I just I realized I was a little behind on some of your episodes and that I'd missed them. And so, you know, now it gives me a reason to actually catch up uh, on some of the episodes that I had missed. Because also in that episode, I was like, you know, pointing out things that you'd said in previous episodes and everything. And now I'm like, oh, gosh, mm. I don't have anything to, <laughs> to jump in on there. So. You should just make up references. Oh, you totally should. should. Yeah, totally. I'm going to make up games. You guys yeah. did get me to download uh, the app of Thimbleweed Park. Nice. Yes. By the way, Corey, and, and I want you to play Thimbleweed Park and all, but I think Night in the Woods is the game. Night oh. in the Woods. Yeah, we played it last month. Yeah, Ben, am I wrong? It's the twee-iest game twee- of all time. Twee-iest. Do you know what twee, twee- is, Corey? I, I mean, I do, yeah. I didn't. I don't think twee-iest I've ever heard that as a... Well, now you have, and it's the perfect description of this game. <laughs> it's tiny little woodland creatures in a very e- emo-esque adventure of adolescence and murder. Yes, murder most foul. Yes. Were you reading that from something, or was that your... No, own? no that, was, that was the Viking talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just made it up. I don't know. We talked a lot about it a month ago, but yeah. Okay, well, I will I will listen to that, and then I'll, I'll have to get back to you on whether or not I find that this twee game is for me. I, I, I think you would dig it. I think it would okay. be a gem. Because I think, and we'll get into this, I think the thing that you dislike the most about Monkey Island in these adventure games is the puzzles, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that correct? The whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. The thing, you dislike the thing is that like I dislike the is the main engine of the entire right, right, game. Right, right, right. Yeah. You, know, you know what I hated about Infinite Jest was just like flipping pages. It was the whole words. It was the, uh, the, the words and the page and the uh, ink and uh, the, you know. No, but, but things like no, I guess. Firewatch yeah. and a lot of these walking simulators. And there, there are games that are basically story-based games that aren't puzzles. And that's, that's what uh, Night in the Woods is. Okay. Let's let's use this as a transition and talk about the puzzles in this game. So, so you're not supposed to say you're transitioning, Jason. Come on. Okay. How long have you been doing this? <laughs> yeah, not long. Uh, so, so Corey, this, this was is not game your first... thirty-seven. <laughs> okay. Go for it, Jay. Corey. This was not your first time playing the Curse of Monkey Island, was it? No, it was not. Well, except that is to say, much <laughs> like with the last Monkey Island game that I played with you guys. When I say play, I'm using it very loosely. The last yes. time Ben played and I watched. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was a that was a big part of our adolescence. Yeah, exactly. And actually, you know, I think this one, um, like 
nine years ago or so, I believe that Keo, my husband and I downloaded this on like my MacBook. Um, and so I think we actually played it together as well. Because this, I I remembered this one much better than I remember the other ones. Even though we were joking around in the text message about me, like, remembering very little of this whole thing compared to <laughs> your saying this was the thing you remembered most from your youth. Yeah. But, yeah, I actually, I remembered more of this, I think, than I remembered of any of the other games. So I think this is why. But anyway, Jason, you were, I think you had a point with asking me that. Oh, no, I, I, I just <laughs> okay. wanted to see, you know, uh, what was it like now playing it for yourself? Uh, frustrating as always no doubt <laughs> because i'm bad at puzzles it makes me feel like my brain is like doesn't work properly <laughs> but uh we also live in 2019 uh so i played the whole thing with ign has like a guide yeah and oh, nice. so i just kept it open in a tab the whole time and go. was like if i am i also you guys i should have listened to the old episode before i played because there were things I was like, oh, that would have been helpful to know, such as I, for I forget every time that you can hit H for hints. And so I didn't realize the game would hint me things. Wait, you could do that on yours? <laughs> I, I tried pressing H and nothing happened. Oh, yeah, it didn't happen? Yeah, not on mine. Oh, How did okay. you play yours? Did you play yours in Steam? Uh, well, I didn't do this. I didn't realize this till after. Oh, and then, oh okay. yeah, no, not on this one. I didn't oh, do okay. it. Yeah, it didn't work on mine. Yep. Oh, good. All right. Then I feel better about that. Oh, but, I was like, I, but I definitely oh. pressed H a bunch and it's still. Yeah. Didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we should mention this more often, Jay, but we, we, and we should have mentioned it to you, Corey, before we started playing, but we use the universal hint system, which is UHS hyphen hints.com. And it's, it's not just a walkthrough, but it actually takes you through and it gives you, it doesn't just give you the answer to the puzzle, but it'll give you hints. Yeah. So it'll be like, uh, Oh, you can't throw a caber cause you're too weak. What looks like a caber but is nearby and lighter or might bounce or, you know, like give you like four or five steps until it gives you the answer. Mm. Do you feel oh. a bit prouder figuring it out than just getting the answer? Those sharp scissors that cut through anything don't cut through the caber, do they? Mm. Right, right, right. Yeah. See, else. that's nice because it is, I mean, in spite of the fact that I am terrible at puzzles, I think that's also why, like, I feel especially proud when I do yeah. figure them out. Totally. And so that was kind of the bummer of looking at it. Like, I would try to do a thing where I would like, like look at it out of the corner of my eye and then look away. So I'd only get like yep. a little piece of like, at least what room should I be in? Like yep. if I was wandering around the map for like 10 oh minutes, I'd be like, I don't, where do I need to be next? Yeah. <laughs> and that was what I wanted to know. So I would just like shoot over and like try to like read what room I need to be in and then like look away before I saw how to solve the puzzle. Yes. Almost universally, what I was missing was an item. Oh, really? And so oh, really? I'd look into a hint and it would say, like, did you get the dandruff off of the pirate's coat in the theater? And I was like, right. nope. no, I moved my mouse all the F over that. <laughs> right, right, right. And there was absolutely no dandruff. And right. I'd go back and sure enough, there are some white specks. And yes, if you highlight them, then the, the, you can get the dandruff or, or yeah. the lice or whatever it is. And for me, Plunder Island, uh, which is where you start, was the most difficult. Actually, that's same. Like, yeah. That was the thing is like that whole part. I was like, honestly, like about to like flip a table. Uh -huh. And then once I got past that coasting, I didn't need to use as many hints no. at all. I only needed one after Plunder Island. And it was when I was stuck as baby guy rush. I love and, yeah. yeah, the stupid the pepper stupid, mill, the pepper, yeah, mill. The, the, pepper uh, mill. the invisible pepper mill, yeah, inv definitely invisible. And, that, and that's yeah. what every issue I ran into was. I couldn't see the thing that they were talking about. 
Well, yeah. and also with that one, the like commands on it, you have to hit talk to the snow cone instead of use the snow cone. Wait. Oh, yeah. Because it's eat snow cone. Oh, it's eat. What right. Talk to changes. Mouth to. verbs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I was yeah. hitting you and it was saying, that's useless here. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I know to? I need to uh, eat this goddamn yeah. snow cone. <laughs> and you only have like 20 seconds. Yeah. And then it melts and I'm yep. like, ah. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, then I like finally like hit T and I was like, who talks to a snow cone? Okay. So <laughs> if you're if you're not using the uh, keyboard commands, but instead yeah. using the mouse wheel commands, which is uh, you kind of like drag your mouse over something and all of a sudden all three pop up and it's a hand, eyes, and a parrot mouth. If you long click, if you hold it down, the, the left click, yeah. then a, a menu pops up over something, yeah. And, and it'll give you hand, eyes, or mouth. Sorry, Corey. And so once it does that, it, that makes a lot more sense. because it's We should been, mention to listeners that Corey looks horrified <laughs> as you're talking right yeah. now. Keep, do keep I, going. I'm going to cry. Do I hand this, do I eye it, or do I mouth it? Yeah. Uh, which, which part of your body would you like to verb that item? Yeah. Which is kind Sorry. of ingenious, but if you're only thinking that if, if it's tea, then it means talk to. We need to make sure we talk to our guests about the game uh, earlier in the process than the night we record the podcast. I mean, I don't think so. I think we nailed it. To be fair, <laughs> Sorry. A, you get to see the reaction to it. True, uh, B, true. it's not like it's my first time playing this, but I always, every time, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have to relearn the controls. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. And then I went through the settings and was like, can I reset things or whatever? And I was like looking and I didn't understand any of it. And yeah. Yep. Zero onboarding, <laughs> like a classic 90s game. Yeah, There's no exactly. tutorials in this game. Yes. Just like, hey, have Love fun. It. Good luck. You're, I, you know how I figured it out? Just FYI. Oh, yeah. I hit every single button on my yes. keyboard. Yes. <laughs> like, including, I couldn't figure out how to like save or anything. And I'm just like, bang, 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 function bang, bang, F5. Bang, function bang, F5. Bang, bang. Function F5. Oh, it's F1, F and F5. On here. F1 oh. and then everything. Oh. oh, the whole menu comes up with F1. Okay. Which, of mm. course, since I started at the bottom, <laughs> was the second to last thing I could possibly yes. hit. And if you'd hit it, escape, the game would have just crashed. No, escape so. doesn't do anything. Oh, sorry. I don't. Are you guys using Mac? <laughs> Is this the yeah. difference? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely Mac. Yeah, okay, because I'm using a PC. Yeah. Yeah, that was a struggle. Can I ask one quick question, by the way, just Please. to the beginning? Um, how long did it take you? I'm just curious. I'm going to guess 10 hours. Okay. I'll say six. Oh, six, of course. Five or That's six. A, I used Steam, yeah. so it tells me how long oh, I, did. Okay. I was playing. Yeah. And so it took me 12 hours, um, which obviously is long compared to you guys, but also I was like, I think it I took think me 12 hours to get through half of the last one we played together. So I was kind of like, oh. yeah, nice. I, I would say it only took me five or six because I remembered so much of the right. game. Yeah. Like, I, I was it, surprised how much I'd forgotten. Oh, really? Yeah. I, like there were whole things. Well, so the weirdest is I vividly remember the uh, crypt, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, so when we, so I'm like, oh yeah, yeah this is the one with the crypt. And when we get to, uh, is it blood Island? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh sweet. We've got the graveyard. And we go explore, the, I go explore the graveyard and I'm like, okay, but this is not the section with the crypt because I remember what the crypt looked like from the outside and this is not it. And I remember what the crypt looked like on the inside and this is not it. I had a very, very vivid memory of something that never happened. Are you sure like, you were thinking of the, uh, was it Monkey Island 2 where you bring someone back to life, the ashes yeah, back to life? Yep. Sure, I wasn't thinking of that. 
Because okay. uh, we also get we had like a Mandela nice. effect type thing. Or exactly. Something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so wow. funny. Weird. That, yeah. And honestly, that's the weird part is there are certain parts of the game that I remembered spot on. The mm-hmm. graveyard was not one of them at all. Mm. And so that was a lot of like, where I was just like, I don't, I feel like I should know what to like, how do I not remember the middle of the game? Let's go, maybe I just didn't finish it or something. And then when it got to the like later stuff, right. I was like, no, I absolutely remember playing this part. Yeah. Um, but that was, I don't know, that part to me like did not ring any bells. And I was like in there trying to like, I don't know, get Murray to do more things than he was yeah, capable of. Murray. And, you know, and I didn't know what to do with the, uh, oh, what's his name? What's the salesman guy's name again? Stan. Stan. Yes. Like, who's been inside a coffin since Monkey Island 2. I love yes. it. And he's so grateful. Yes. <laughs> his weird arm movements and all that kind of stuff. But I did find, like, it's the weird things that I remembered from it. Like, so it was like that entire cemetery thing did not, I didn't remember it at all. When it came to that, uh, the boat guy asking for a compass, yes. I was yes. like, oh, I oh let me go in here. Shoomp, 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 shoomp. Let me magnetize this this pin. Let me put it in here. Let me be yada, nice. yada. Oh, I had that no compass problem. done immediately. Yeah, so immediately. The boat guy or the, yeah. Yeah, or the lighthouse or anything. It was just like <laughs> yeah. compass done. Yeah. yeah. It was like no problem whatsoever. Figured the, like, remembered it. Easy peasy. Go on. Uh, so it's kind of funny to see the like the things that absolutely rung a bell and the things that I was like, eh, eh. So how does this compare to the other Monkey Island games? What do you, like, in which way? Well, okay, so this had a different uh, lead designer. Oh. Um, the first two had the same yeah. lead designer, which is Ron Gilbert. The guy, yeah, who did Thumbleweed Park. Yeah. Mm. And so it's, I think it's a very different game. Well, it's funny because I really, so he did do Thimbleweed Park. Yes, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. Yeah, but this is definitely my favorite of the Monkey Island games I've played so far, mm-hmm. like or replayed so far. I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I felt like I don't know if easier is the right word, but I feel like maybe a little more intuitive. Interesting. Than the other games were like there were definitely puzzles in this one that I was like, I don't see how anyone could figure that out without reading what it was. Like I I wrote down some of what. Those were. Oh, please. Um, yeah, bring those. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, shooting the dueling banjo, for example. That was a rough one. Yeah. Like even the beginning of that, that scene, I was sitting there just like watching uh, yeah. the competition and didn't realize that like I was supposed to do anything. Oh, right. <laughs> and right, right. So yeah. I was just like sitting there like, uh, now what? Uh, that, yeah, because even at the end, it didn't really make sense as to why that was the answer. Right. And so, like, stuff like that. Um, and then the one where it was, like, getting out of the quicksand, where it's, like, you have the paperweight and balloon and the pea shooter. And it was yeah. just, like, there was it was so many parts. And the thorn. Yeah. yeah, right. So it's, like, the thorn and the... Yeah. What was it that you put it together with to make the pea shooter? It was, like, a... A reed. Yeah, a reed, yeah. yeah it was the reed. And then it was, like, you have to... Put it over here, and then it and then has, use you your know, mouth with the balloon to blow right. it over there. Like it was just <laughs> so, so, so many parts that I was like, yeah. I cannot imagine organically. I love it. Anyone figuring that out, you know? <laughs> and I don't know when you, in 1990 whatever when you played this if you figured it out or if you meant if you used something else. But it just felt like I was like that would have taken me 
I would have given up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there were other things in it that were a lot, I felt a lot more intuitive to this game. The way we played it at the time was just by sharing it with lots and lots of friends. Yeah. And so like between five of you, one of you would figure it out. Right, right. And it's such a, it's a, this seems like a much tighter, smaller system like less moving parts than the other games and less <laughs> red herrings than the previous yes. games. Yeah, that's Sometimes where it's literally. like there's 12 things in my inventory. I know if I combine them enough, I will get to the answer to this problem. Yep. Yeah. And the other ones was like, I have 36 things and there's like five islands I can go to. Like I'm going to have to take a hint unless I want to spend three hours on this one puzzle. This yeah. one seemed a, like a little more obvious for the most part. There's the, the outliers like you mentioned, but for yeah. the most part, it seemed much more logical than previous Monkey Island games. It was even when it was like, even if I used the guide, sometimes I would read what it was supposed to be. And I was like, oh, duh. Like, you could yes, have figured yeah. that out. You know, like, yeah. and we talked about that last time, too. Like, sometimes it's just like, it's so simple. Yeah. yeah. It's right in front of you. You didn't see it. Yeah. But I felt like that was more the case in this one than yeah. in the others that we've played together. Even the very last puzzle at the very end, spoilers and all that, like the, the pepper mill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you only have, like, like I said, like 12 things in your inventory. There's yeah. only like maybe 10 things to click on in all of those dioramas that you're going around in. So I would have figured it out eventually, but that was the one thing where I was like, I need to, like I'd spent a half hour on it. I was like, just get, tell me the answer. But if <laughs> I spent, made it if so I spent two hours on it, I would have figured it out. Yeah. Cause there's just a limited amount of things to do. Right. What's that? Yeah. Right. That's what made it so frustrating for me. Yeah. Is yeah. like, I'm looking around going, I know I need pepper. So you remembered oh, that you knew that. Like I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, like, I was thinking I about pepper. like the literally the last one when you, when you have to like blow the pepper in LeChuck's face. Oh, that mm. one. Yeah, yeah, that one. I didn't get blow the Sorry. pepper in LeChuck's face. That oh, was that was tough. the other. Like that was one of the ones that I was like, I also can't imagine intuitively figuring that yeah. out because yeah. that's it's not only like so. I knew there must be something I have to do because he's pausing and waving his hands in the right. air, and right. so I'm clearly supposed to do something. But the idea of putting the barrel and the string up with the monkey in order to know. make that and then blow the pepper at him is just so complicated. Yes. <laughs> well, and it takes like 10 minutes to get past, to get yeah. back to that thing once you fail. <laughs> right. Oh my yeah. It's just, so yeah, when you just keep having to <laughs> get booted back into the... yeah. The roller coaster. Yeah, By the yeah, way, yeah. can I just say that whole thing is so horrifying. And I guess I'll kind of go into that in the what's the beer, what's the song thing, because my song was based on. But like, it's just like a terrifying concept of him just like like LeChuck murdering people yeah. through this carnival. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, that did not come across as playful as no. I think they thought it would. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I loved it. Legitimately, when the car full of like people goes yes. down the roller coaster yeah, alive rough. and then goes into the lava, I like <laughs> I teared up, not like sad, like teared oh. up just like that sounds terrible, like, but teared up just in a like, ah, oh, like, oh my god. That's, That's pretty alarming. Yeah. Like, it's it like kids startled and stuff. me. Yeah. 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 Like this is, and then I, they just come out skeletons. Like, they do seem pretty cheery as skeletons, are, I will say. Well, they're scared skeletons. They come out yeah. and they're like, ah. That's fair. <laughs> I, is, it, oh. is it because we're in the dark timeline, though? I mean, that might be <laughs> a part of it. Like, I, we just take it as literal. Like, we can't, that's we the, can't handle that dark humor anymore. Did you guys have oh this gosh. experience playing it where thinking about, uh, I was also listening to that one. So we recorded the last one, I think it was 2016. 
<laughs> and I think early 2016. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um, and then the so we had like snarky comments and stuff like that about LeChuck and you know things like that and feminist themes and yada yada. But then <laughs> playing it now, like I feel like so much of it, there were parts. Like, it's an aware game. Like, it's usually commenting yeah. in some way on sexist things or colonialist yeah. things or things like that. But that there were still, there was stuff in it that I was like, I feel like I just take this a little differently now. Yes. 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 Like, Completely. And it, LeChuck is clearly an incel, for one thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I thought that so many times. That one of my favorite things in it is um, in the beginning, like, straight the first I guess it must be the introduction of it when he first kidnaps Elaine or whatever. Yeah. And she's trying to nicely let him down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And she's like giving him all the like, I have to wash my hair and all that kind of stuff. And then she like straight up just tells him like, listen, I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. I'm not interested in you. I don't want to be with you. Exactly. Yeah. Like full on. And he says something like, oh, you salty sea witch. What do you mean? Right. Like, as if she's being vague about it. And I'm like, that's actually pretty, like, pretty forward. Like, yeah. forward thinking, I mean. Like, where yep. it's like, this girl is, like, telling you exactly, and he's acting like she's being evasive about it. I'm yep. like, that's a pretty good commentary. Still, it's yep. taken even, even more seriously. I don't know. In the Me Too era and whatnot, I was like, oh, this yep. some of this stuff in this game is too real. It's not as funny as it played in 1997. <laughs> right. It so often tries to have its cake and eat it too, mm -hmm, uh, like mm -hmm. with the cannibals. Yes. Which is a, a really funny, fun send-up of a lot of tropes. Yeah, it's a good gag in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Right, but it's only it only works as a critique of those tropes. Right. And yet sometimes it operates as a critique of those people. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, 100%. That was very much a, an entire joke that I thought it'd be hard to pull that off now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, and it is like, you know, when you're when you're playing something like this, there's the part of you like this is really funny, and the part of you is like, oh, I don't know, yeah. am I too woke for this? <laughs> I know, right? And it does a better job of so. So the the previous two games are very much saving the damsel in distress, yeah. but also commenting on it as it's doing it and yeah. commenting on the kind of uselessness of Guybrush, right? While still also not. Like like are still falling into the saving the damsel in distress at the same time. Yeah, and and this did the, basically the same thing, right? Where you, you, she is a powerful, strong woman who still is pretty useless and needs to be saved. Yeah, it just like when you play it, it raises the question of like, why did they never just reverse it? Why isn't there an yeah, Elaine oh, as the yeah. main character game? Because it feels so obvious when you're playing that she's clearly and, and maybe it's just because they thought the gag is funnier if he's inept you yeah. know like it's a better if you're playing elaine it's going to be her being proficient at stuff and yeah. that's not as funny as a you know dopey ne'er-do-well stumbling into the right answers see ben yeah i disagree in terms of which one is the the more progressive uh, mm. in that with the the first two i actually think that it is really critiquing the damsel in distress stuff. This one I didn't think was really critiquing it. Like it thought it was, but it <laughs> turns her into a literal object. That's true, that's a good point. <laughs> and you spend the entirety of the game saving that object. And at the end of the game, you did save her. And yeah. she that's doesn't get a word in when you do uh -uh, save her too, which right. I thought was really weird. Yeah. And you're rewarded with getting to marry her. Yeah. She is, she is the trophy at the end of the game. 
Now, in the first one, this is the one that's most clear in the critique, which is um, you go through the game to save her, and when you get there to break up their marriage, you find out that she already had a huge plan. Yes, thank you. That You're right. Yeah, runs off without a hitch that you kind of like screwed up a little bit, mm-hmm. but like she's still able to like roll with it and make it happen. Right. And the best thing she can say is, but it's, it's kind of sweet that you tried. Thanks for that. <laughs> but I actually didn't need you. Yeah, yeah. that's the, a good point. The second one, again, you're, you're doing all this stuff for her, kind of, uh, really for you. to get And kind of like to earn her hand. Exactly, kind of thing. to earn her yeah. hand. But she doesn't need that. Right. And so, and it's pretty clear. And she punishes you. The game opens with you hanging from this rope, holding yeah. onto a treasure in one hand. And she descends on the rope and says, hey, Guybrush, what's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's a whole long story. Just help me up, and then I'll tell you, nah, no, nah, I can hear it right now while you're still dangling from that rope. Just she definitely does story. not need him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're yeah, right. This true. story absolutely does less to get that point across than the other ones do, which is yeah, maybe yeah. why playing this one more than the others, it occurred to me that I wished that Elaine had more in it, you know, where I don't think that I necessarily was like, playing the other ones and going like, gosh, I wish I had more Elaine. Whereas this one, her absence was felt. Yeah. Like, there is, because she's there. Yeah. And I think you're right. She is. She's a literal object. And then, yeah. Yeah, and I rough. felt disappointed when it got to the end and it was like, you'd beat LeChuck and then it just goes to them waving on a boat. Mary. That was and it. I was like, that was it. What? Like Done. I at least expected a little like excoriation from Elaine of like, Dude, WTF, why'd you give me a cursed ring? Like, you know, right. figure your shit out. I don't know. Wally, Wally, he's still hanging in the diorama. Wally, <laughs> like, what's going on there? And then the yeah. post-credit wait, sequence was just wait, like... was that the actual Wally? That wasn't... Yeah. I did not notice that. That was really Wally. You could look at him and be like, well, yeah, I'll be back to save you in a minute, yeah. Wally, or something like oh that. And gosh. then the place just okay, explodes. That's pretty funny. Uh, and so, no idea what happened there. And then at the post-credit sequence was something to the effect of like... Yeah. Did you see it was like, oh, his ghost will love, uh, live under the island or something yeah. like that. And then so, it was just like, I mean, it just oh, felt like very much ended. a hint at whatever was going to come next. It didn't. But like, I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. Yeah. But it's not like they had a game come out the following year. It was a few years right. later and it was a different production. Like It, it was, had nothing to do with that. Yeah. And we, I, I haven't played that game, actually. I haven't played Escape. Have you, Jason? No. Well, the so nice we'll, we'll thing is there, uh, Steam... Uh, assured me that it would be cheaper to buy all of the nice. the island, so I expect to be invited back to talk about that one. I love it. All Sounds right. good. Speaking of being invited back, uh, it's late and I'm tired. Let's drink and sing. Sounds good. This game's pretty fun with frustration When I was all done I just had to question What's the beer? What's the song? I can't I just want to know what game is Westy 12. I remember listening to one and Jason picked one that was that beer. He did. So is that Thimbleweed still the Park. song? Oh, it's Thimbleweed yeah. Park. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You haven't changed the song. You have enough. I haven't changed the song. No. I, and I think I may have even picked a Westy 12 too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So now there's no question about that. All right. Let's play the, let's play the game. Yeah. Okay. We know what game Westy 12 is, but it's still a fun jingle. And I don't want to make another one. So, uh, Jason, let's start with you. Uh, what's the beer? I picked up a beer today, um, and it's Citrus Slice by Community. Ooh. Uh, I love Citra Hops. Uh, I love Community's uh, IPAs, particularly uh, their beer Mosaic, uh, named after Mosaic Hop. I also like how uncreative they are with naming their beers. Uh, it's just the name of the hop that is featured most prominently. That is the name of the IPA. Um, 
Anyway, I uh, tried it. Uh, it was good. It was, it was fine. Um, <laughs> and it, it's so many things that I love. I love community. I, th- I think it's a great brewery, and, and I love Citra. It's my favorite hop. And this was a beer that was fine. And to me, sorry, but that was Curse of Monkey Island. Um, oh, wow. So many things I love. Wow. A lot of things worked really well. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it just kind of fell a little flat. Okay. Fair enough. That was rough. That was rough. Ben, how about you? I'm going to go with the old blue whale, if you know what I mean. I do. Because uh, it's in the recipe book that we got in the game. It nice is a work. jigger of gin, a jigger of whiskey, a jigger of vodka, a jigger of grenadine. A jigger is 1.5 ounces, by the way. A jigger. A word what? I don't want to hear coming out of your mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's what the recipe calls for. One jigger paste. Now it's just starting to sound aggressive. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> An ounce and a half of paste. Thank you. There Shot. you go. Green dye shot, number shot, two, shot, shot, yellow shot. dye number five, and of course, cilantro. Cilantro. Uh, add soda, mix with hook. And so <laughs> that actually, hook. I don't know what paste is, but everything else, I feel like that would be pretty tasty, to be honest. No, not the cilantro. You don't think so? I, I, the a cilantro bit? throws me out. And I love a little cilantro, bit of cilantro? No. no that would be like I'm a not. taco, kind of? <laughs> gin, whiskey, exactly vodka, what I grenadine. Asked for a drink. I feel like gin, the paste would be the deal whiskey, breaker. Whiskey, vodka, Grenadine. What throws me off actually is not the cilantro, but whiskey and grenadine. Because yeah. gin and vodka I and grenadine, fine. Whiskey and yeah. grenadine. Make it a rye. Mm. Yeah, no. I mean, whiskey and grenadine, that just sounds delicious. I would like to do that, please. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I, I drink I drink a lot of grenadine and eat a lot of maraschino cherries. I'm a fan of the mm. genre, but with whiskey. It's all about Luxardos. That's right. That's right. This is a friend of mine has a bar in his house. He's on one of those home makeover shows and they put a bar in their family home. And he always has Luxardo cherries in his bar. And I tell you, that is a game changer. It really is. Corey, speak to me of your beer. I don't drink beer. Okay. Uh, so I can't help there. Honestly, so... So, Ben, tell us about your... <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Did you have more? Wow. Ouch. Rough. No. Uh, my reasons for both my beer and my song this time are deeply stupid, but I feel good about them. I love it. Um, my drink of choice with this one is uh, Southern Comfort, the old SoCo. Wow. Yeah. Specifically because... Did you uh, choose something corporate? As your, your song, <laughs> I woke up in a car. I chased away the fuck. Anyway, no, Something uh, I kissed a drunk girl. <laughs> yeah. No, wow. uh, although that works as well because it's nostalgic. Um, uh. This game, I actually remember a lot of. Brings back good memories for me. Um, and Soko was when I like first was like, I guess I can try alcohol. The thing that I would drink. <laughs> Um, and so I just felt like it would be appropriate for this game that brings back those early. And and it was like, I didn't start drinking until I was like 24 or whatever, which is probably when I replayed this game. So Mm. it felt like time wise and in terms of like the nostalgia that I have for it. Oh my gosh, we're all so old. When I I was 24, you know, two years ago. Yeah. 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 Soko isn't whiskey. It's, Whiskey flavored liqueur. I don't yeah, even. Is. is that That's what it exactly is? That's exactly what it is. I have no clue what Soco is. I that was is, just like, that is accurate. I don't know. Makes me tipsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll do that. Yeah. Whiskey like, flavored liqueur. Yeah. Whiskey now even the smell liqueur. of it kind of makes me want to puke. 
how can we make whiskey uh, but cheaper and yeah. a lot more of it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. not have to use barrels and stuff. And aim it at uh, young drinkers. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that is. is made for undiscerning taste. That yeah, stuff. Exactly. Which again, exactly. maybe also applies to this game. So. Oh, wow, you guys. <laughs> no. no, I like the game. I don't want, I'm not trying to be a dick about it. I do like the game. I enjoyed it. I had fun. You're, but you're succeeding. I mean, also in this <laughs> game, fine. can I just say, I also want to circle back and say, much like the last time, I felt like I was insult sword fighting for my whole life. Oh, yes. I love that part. So. I definitely set that on easy. I love that. Uh, I know. I like how they asked you right before. I know. How would you like to do this this ship thing? I'm just easy, thankful that easy. I hit the right thing because I was confused when they said it, and so I just hit a button. Uh oh. And it happened to be the easy one. Nice. So. That was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what is right. your song, by the way? Wait, chorus. Yeah, chorus. Yeah, chorus. Let's go there oh, and back me. again. Again, uh, my ridiculous reasoning behind it. What was the name of the amusement park in it? Big Whoop. Big Whoop. Big Whoop. From the moment that Big Whoop started appearing as a concept. And I think you get like a flyer for it or something like that early yeah. in the game. My brain would not stop singing Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Dickies. Wow. Wow. And it persisted, especially through the entire last part of the game. I was just sitting there, you know. about it being a sinister amusement park in which, uh, you know, these clowns are going to make you die and all that kind of stuff. That was was where my brain went. Dingy dog, man. Dingy dog. Like, straight up, how do you not want like look at Dingy Dog and be thinking of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? It's natural. So that's my my song. Nice, nice. Uh, I went with, what did I go with? I wrote it in the notes. Hold on. I went with If Only by Goldfinger. Oh, wow. uh, Which reminds me of my younger days. Damn, Uh, Ben. Again with the throwback. Oh, it's so good. It's just so, for some reason, that song jumped out to me as as Guybrush wanting to earn Elaine's love. uh, Just trying constantly to be better than he actually is and being self-deprecating the whole time. And any mention of Mike Ness's hairline is just, I'm in. Uh, but yeah, just I'll play some of that song now. And I, all of the lyrics to that song apply pretty well to Guy Rush just trying his best and, and not getting very far. If only I was taller, if I had a million dollars, maybe then you'd be with me. If I had Mike Ness's hairline, maybe then you'd be, be with, with me. me. So Weird good. that this is the second time Mike Ness has come up today for me. But There's no way that's true. That is 100% true. I saw a picture <laughs> of life. Mike Ness and uh, Mike Dirt earlier today. And wow. So there you go. Yeah, that's a thing that happened. It was Mike on my Durnt. Instagram, like, discover thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was I a never look at that. Hannah looks at that all the time. I'm like, what are you looking at? It's like random oh, pictures. Ben, yours is probably filled with corgis, and you're missing. Oh, it. you know it is. I mean, my my normal feed is full of corgis, so <laughs> definitely Discovery tab is full of them. All right, all right, y'all. The, what do you got? the girls get up in less than eight hours. I'm sorry. What's your rolling. song, man? What's yeah, your song? Yeah, do it. Uh, I chose. Uh, you may not have heard this one. It's called "A Pirate I Was Meant to Be." It's by the Barbary Coast. A fine barbershop quartet. Got it. Come on, men. We've got to recover that map. That pirate will be done for when he falls into our trap. 
We're a club attuned for rovers. We can sing in every clef. We can even hit the high notes. It's just too bad we're tuned down. A pirate I was meant to be. Trim the sails and roam the sea. Wait, I feel like I actually have heard this weirdly. Where would I have heard this? Is this in, in something? the game? In the game we just played. Oh, it's we in the game. We've heard it within the game. Oh, it's the one that they're, they, it's, you yeah. have It's the to... one they sing, yeah. I know, they all I dance actually to... was really enjoying that. Right? The song that you can't get out of, no matter what you say. You can't get out of, no you you out you of it, but I was okay with we'll, that. We'll yeah, surely avoid scurvy if we all eat an orange. Uh, I guess the, guess the song's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, gee, I feel a little guilty now. I, I enjoyed that. That's a good pull. That's a good pull. Thank you. Thank that was you. Solid. Yeah, that was, solid. A, that was a fun oh, song. Man. Sweet. All right, Corgan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I always enjoy chatting with you guys. Awesome. All right, what else are we playing? Hey, uh, guess what else I'm playing? I have been playing Cinco Pouse. Oh, do you want to do that? We're doing more segments? Is that what's happening, Jay? Oh, no, no, we don't need to. Wait, wait, wait. Corey, Corey have, you been, have you been playing any other video games? I have to tell you my favorite game. Please. Do it. It's called Yoku's Island Express. Wow, okay. we're getting into it. Okay, tell us about it. My favorite game of what? all time of all time. Do you guys have a Switch? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yoku's on the Yoku's Island Express. Yes. All right, we're so in it. What? Is this next month's game? It should be. Keo tells me it's called a, was it Metroidvania? Or it's like a, a Metroidvania. Weird, is, that yeah. a, is that a thing? Yep. Yep. A Metroidvania game. Um, and Metroidvania pinball hybrid. What? Yes. I'm in. I'm in. It's pinball, the best game that was on your what? computer in 1995, yes. yeah. mixed with uh, whatever this Metroidvania thing is. So, and you're going through, and you can't die, which is great for me. Oh, awesome! Um, and it is so fun. Like I played it when we got it. Um, it was like one of those things I was scrolling through, and I was like, "That seems like a thing I would play." And so we just bought it on a whim. And Keo and I did not leave our bedroom for like three days because it was like I would play for like two hours and then he'd be like, OK, my turn. And then he'd play for like two hours and we just went back and forth and played it. And then we beat it. And then I played it again immediately after. Then what? Then this is our game for next month. Do it. Do it. I'm looking up how long to beat right now. Six. It doesn't go that long. OK. I looked it up. Six. OK. So there's a story to it. Yeah, and it's it's so okay. fun. And like your kids yeah. will enjoy watching you play it. There's nothing like horrifying in it. Nobody dies. It's like very safe and boom. In. Next month's in. game. I love it. Boom. Thank you. Done. Thank you for that. Rarely do we get to combine what are we playing now with next month's game? Because <laughs> Ben will never let us do an entire month on Cinco Pouse. Or Syndicate. On what? Cinco Pouse. Oh, thank you, Corey. Best, <laughs> the best iPhone game of all time. Oh, oh my god. I have an Android, so yeah, good. I'm pretty sure it's available for that too. It probably the only is. thing um, I have is Fallout Shelter. So. Dude, oh my That's why you'll never finish your dissertation. <laughs> because of Fallout Shelter. Because of Fallout Shelter. <laughs> oh my, I'm way sorry, too much. I've got people on quests right now. I can't oh possibly write a chapter. I'm surprised you've been away from your phone for this long. <laughs> That's so stressful. Jason has a thing to say. Yeah. So so a couple months ago I set a high score in Single Pouse of two hundred and ninety-eight points on seventeen playthroughs. Okay. Today I broke that record finally, with 427 points. Ah, like blew it out of the water. How many levels? Boom. 25. Dude. And I went and looked into high scores. Have you played this, Ben? I played it for like 20 minutes. Okay. So you know what he's talking about, but you are. He not talks invested. about it on the podcast a lot. Oh, okay. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> it's all the instructions are in Portuguese, and it's a it's a game that is intentionally designed for you not to understand like how to play it. 
Oh, the and rules so, just like change randomly. The rules change randomly. Oh, like it's, Star Flux. What? Quite possibly. You got what like Flux. Flux. You, like it's an actual game with like cards. What'd you say to me? Flux. Oh, okay. Flux. And you so you use cards and the rules change throughout the game depending on the cards that are put down. Ben, you're the one who said jigger like forty times. Dude. I mean, yeah, I mean there's no need. <laughs> okay. Wow. This game uh, sounds ben, like a nightmare, but okay. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And it's okay. You've got these five staffs in it, which Cinco Paus. Paus oh, is okay. Portuguese for staff. Yeah. But it's also slang for buck, and the game costs five bucks. Wait, you have to pay for it? Yeah, dog. There's no advertisements or anything. Mm. Right? <laughs> okay. Yep. okay. All right. I'll give it to you. Uh, and it's just a, a single designer, um, Michael Brogue, uh, who there's a, a style of game called roguelikes, and he is a prolific enough designer that there is a subgenre of roguelikes now called roguelikes. Damn. Wow. Named after him. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah. I know. That's, yeah, that's kind of... That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that. Uh, and if you want to get into the academic stuff of it, yes, there is a Berlin definition of roguelikes. So uh, we can have that conversation sometime. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we'll have that conversation later. Yeah. Because we'll yeah. play Cinco Paus in two months. Before uh, Ben kills you. Yeah. And uh, for now, we got to get out of here. So you can get us at uh, our website, menoflowmoralfiber.com. Find us on Twitter, at MomFpod. Instagram, we're at menoflowmoralfiber. I did. Okay, just because when I was re-listening, Ben said M-O-L-M-F. M-O-L-M-F. And I was like, I say mom. So I just realized that a lot of people listening will hear the word month and be like, what did he just say? It just makes me feel better about it. That's all. Anyway, continue. I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Also, what I've been playing, because we just skipped that. I did ask you. I did ask you, Ben. I just I'm still playing Tetris 99, so it doesn't, uh, I don't really have to talk. <laughs> we're on Facebook at yep. facebook.com slash men of low moral fiber. Email us at mumfpod at gmail.com. And uh, if you liked what you heard today, check out patreon.com slash M-O-L-M-F. That's M-O-L-M-F as in month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Corey ben, used we... to be a Patreon supporter. Oh, what happened? And then my, her, then my card, card I got a new card and I forgot to change it. That's the whole story. And, and now you remembered. And now, and now, literally just now, I remember. <laughs> ben, get us out of here. All right. As always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. And I am a mighty pirate. And I don't want people always asking me about Grim Fandango. 